Our intro and outro music is "The Butterfly Kid on the Mountain" by Slunchy. I、uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. In a land of cliffhangers and a time of harsh reality, the destiny destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders <laughs> of three dudes. Its name: Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about season two, episode five of Merlin: Beauty and the Beast. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. I'm Charlie, and I'm David. I'm glad Man, we had the, the flubster <laughs> flubster open up this actually flubbed... really good episode of Merlin. <laughs> God, this is only part one. If part two holds up. Is this the first two-parter we've had for Merlin? That is, that is the、yep. reason why I said cliffhangers. This is the first part two that we've had of any show we've rec- we've recorded. No, we've had part twos in Fringe. Fringe, I'm、I、pretty、don't... sure had part one and part twos. Oh,、yeah. okay, right, it did. The season most of the finales were part ones and part twos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that、That's、makes more sense. This is the first one we've had just... for Merlin. Yeah, I just it, it felt like Fringe, like. You know how like Doctor Who did like some like random like two parters in the mid like middle parts、oh, of their、yeah. seasons.、Mm-hmm. Um, this was like kind of like out of the blue from that side of like oh well, shit, there's、yeah. there's a mid season like well, part one and two storyline. I was really confused when I saw the part one on Netflix for this episode because like wait, episode five is a two parter? What? <laughs> I think like, having a two parter in the middle of a season, I think, is very weird. At least for、uh, Western shows or non-UK shows. Yeah, yeah. I know、uh, it just, works though. <laughs> yeah, this this episode very much feels like they took this... like some children's storybook and then made minor tweaks to it and made it a TV episode. This could be a fucking season finale plot. Like, I'm shocked that this is just a random mid-season <laughs> plot. <laughs> It's just so fun, and everyone in the show is having fun with it. Like, oh、uh, man. This is another Gaius eyebrow heavy episode as well. Like, holy crap! Was the Gaius eyebrows crazy? But it's a justified、oh. eyebrow. No one's listening to it. <laughs> yes, because、yes. again, Gaius is a terrible medical professional, as shown again we, by the king immediately going, "I guess you fucked up." Then <laughs> we, we we are gonna get we are gonna get back. This is the return of the snake bite. Just coming back in. <laughs> that's how they. That's the conclusion. She just gets fit with the snake. Just. Every time Gaius's medical like profession is brought up, everyone dismisses him as a bad doctor. It's so funny. It's really funny because then they'll come back. Anyways, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll, we'll get into this. Before then, Charlie, what have you been up to? Ah,、uh, shit. We recorded like we're doing not、bolts. many days ago. Yeah,、so、we recorded like two days ago. We're doing like a marathon record session. This is like the third recording we've done in it, like a seven day period. We、uh, we burned through our backlog, and now we need a backlog again. So here we are.、Um, Before we burn through it again, because y'all are going on vacations <laughs> in a couple weekends. Thing, things、yep. are happening,、uh, which is why we're quickly recording as much as we can. Woo! Not a not a whole lot has happened. I will say.、Um, yeah, I I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I bought a new bed set, and that made me feel like an adult. I think we were talking about shelving two episodes ago or something. Oh yeah, we put up,、um, we built like a closet shelf, so that we、yeah. have a walk-in closet upstairs, which has worked out very nicely.、Uh, and now we bought a new duvet because the dog bit and ripped all the stuffing out of our old comforter. So now she doesn't have bedroom privileges during the day anymore. Oh, yeah, fair enough though. Because she's a big dumb idiot. Yeah,、uh, but now we have a nice, comfy duvet, and I feel so cozy underneath it. Yay! And it's like super thin because that's all you need, right? Because like, yeah, what, what the fuck? Heavy sheets, fuck the, that shit. You're a monster. The heaviest I, well, I have, sheet possible. I have a weighted、blankets. blanket. Yeah, I sleep exclusively with a weighted blanket. I want my blankets、uh, to be so thick and so heavy that I struggle to move. <laughs> I so like I've already I've already explained this to you guys, and I think I'm probably explained to the audience. I definitely have some like cool claustrophobia things、um, to the point of like I notice it like while sleeping as well, where like if the like sheet is tucked in, it makes me uncomfortable,、um, or like just like if there's like like heavy blankets on top of me, I do not like it.、Um, but but yeah, I got like some like weird claustrophobia from that side. 
Um, which is, no, I will, I will have my thin sheets that are just enough to keep me warm, and I do not need anything more. No, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely not. I want to be oh. entrapped. I want to be cocooned. Yeah, I, I want to be. I, think... I want it to be physically difficult for me to get out of bed. <laughs> that, that makes me. That makes me like actually uncomfortable. Like legitimately uncomfortable. I um. The the best example of this was the first time that like I broke like I broke like when I broke uh, my finger. I'd have a cast, and the cast was like all the way up my arm. And the first cast that they put on, uh, like the first night when I went to the emergency room, was really fucking tight, and I wasn't used to that. And the fact that I couldn't move my hand or anything like that freaked me out and over the course of about four to five hours while trying to sleep that first night uh i descended through an entire panic attack um just like constantly like basically like one-upping it in my head as i was going through uh, until at about like 3 4 a.m i cut the cast off um and yeah no no thank you uh <laughs> They were nice enough that for like the yeah, like full cast after hearing about that from me, they're like, all right, we're going to do a cloth cast. That's going to give you like a little bit more freedom, but still we got to immobilize that shit. Like you really fucked up your finger and taking off that cast was not a good start for that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah. My complaint is my weighted blanket is too light. I think it's at 10 pounds and I, I think I need like oh, a 10 pounds. 10 pounds is not enough. Yeah. But it was like I hadn't used one before, so it was like, okay, we'll go on a lighter weight because you can go up easy enough. And I'm just like, oh, I need it needs to be heavier. I need to be more snug. <laughs> Oddly enough, the dog never bites that one, which is, I mean, good because there's glass beads in it, and it would almost yeah, that kill would, her. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah, no, this is all. The of weird that thing is, she doesn't. Good. She doesn't seem to like swallow any of the stuff she destroys. Like she chews sticks all the time, but she never eats the sticks. She just wants she just... to destroy them. Oh. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh. Sometimes you just want to sometimes you just want to chew things. Uh what have I been up to? Uh both my parents tested positive for COVID. Oh shit. Um, oh no. So I've been hiding from them in the basement. Um I have no symptoms and I've tested negative. So another How? Another, another win in the column for David. <laughs> <laughs> David hiding in the basement for the next week. Four Ow. zero COVID, you piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus, David, you're fucking tempting it at this point. <laughs> um, well, I hope your parents get well soon. Uh, oh, my mom recently fine. recovered from COVID, so that was fun. My dad did not get it despite living in the same house. No, they tested um, positive this weekend, and I think my mom's already tested ne- ne- tested negative today. Oh, that's so good. like they're Jesus, they're already pretty much recovery. Uh, she was only bedridden for like a day. Like, and then she was fine and up and just complaining, essentially, the Fair next enough. day. So, yeah, very mild cases. They're all, like, triple vaxxed. So, yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, I so. am. Oh, so that's why they got COVID. <laughs> I, am, uh, I am not excited for, like, September, October, when we're going to have, like, a massive COVID boom. Like, insane mm-hmm. COVID boom. Everyone's uh, going to go back to school. Everyone's going to go back crazy. to school. Everyone's. Like, if you, if, like, mask mandate didn't get, like, taken out really until, like, the start of, like, summer, like, by the time where, like, everyone was mostly outdoors. Um, so, like, we're gonna see what, like, unmasked Canada looks like, uh, in the fall, um, when everyone goes indoors. And, uh, I don't think it's gonna be good. (laughs) We'll see. I just, once again, it's another case of my parents were going back to the office one day a week for the past, like, month. And they both yep. got COVID. And I'm just like, how? I've been going to the office <laughs> three days a week for, like, I haven't stopped, essentially. I never stopped yeah. going. <laughs> and I'm still no COVID. It's like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> oh, so, that's, that's, uh, that's insane. I just don't, just, I, I don't even know at this point. Maybe I just, maybe David's, I've had David's it and I just had COVID. Like, <laughs> maybe David i had it and i honestly didn't like covid like i didn't notice or i had such a mild case that i had no symptoms at all or something but like yeah i like i've had i had one cold recently where i tested but i, I was testing negative the entire time that i was literally I, sick and had symptoms I, so <laughs> i do remember that cold that cold was after we went to that concert i'd also like to point out we've been to like several concerts that's together why, since... that's why that's why i'm saying four zero because those are four cases where i definitely should have gotten covid and didn't <laughs> it's like concerts uh, the... anime convention like going to the office the entire time 
Yeah, uh, specifically those USS concerts. Like, I went to two and didn't get COVID from either of those, and, like, none of us were masked. No one was masked in there. It was... I was just we like, went to oh, the, yeah. um, the Robert DeLong concert as well, like a year ago or now. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like at least everyone was masks. masked for that one. Well, sort of. Not as much as you would like. No, no there, there was the whole like, hey, if you got a drink in your hand, you don't have to have a mask on because, you know, you're drinking. Yeah, so <laughs> not. Yeah, but very, I think, I don't know. At this point, I think COVID's just just around. We missed our chance to fully eradicate it. It's just going to be there, booked into the flu vaccine. And oh, yeah, no, it's just just be careful at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly what Canada has accepted. Um, I just so. listen, we no one wants to make the sacrifice to fully get rid of it. We tried our best, but the fucking right were too were too. Uh, um, just, I don't even know if we could like at the end of the day, because it can always like it. Like, we saw that COVID was transmissible in animals, so, like, it could still have been, like, held there for a while without, like... Yeah, it doesn't help that it's a, a coronavirus as well, and it mutates yeah. so quickly. Like, it's just... It's just... Yeah. It's just a, uh, another virus we have in the world now at this point, so... Yeah. Like, not like I was trying to that. think... I was trying to think back to, like, if in March 2020, if everyone... If, like, there'd been, like, an insane lockdown for a month or two, if, like, we... Like, if we could have just, like, completely eradicated it, and I was like it probably still would have spread through animals. Like, we saw that it was spreading through animals. I'm pretty sure we would not have been able to get it. Like, I was I was actually, like, thinking about and trying to figure that out. I could be wrong. I'd be really interested to see, um, I... like, expert opinions on that. With how quickly it was spreading through humans, I think we had a really good chance to at least kill the most contagious versions of it, down to the point where it would have been something more like uh, avian flu or swine flu. Potentially. It would have just, like... It was very contagious, but we cracked down on it fast enough that it was just kind of limited to the animal version. But I, yeah, I don't think we, we, swine, we didn't actually. Swine, swine flu, swine flu passed through a lot of people though. Like a yeah, lot of people. But also now flu. it's not, it's not nearly as the same as yes. COVID where swine flu, like, yeah, it still exists, but it's like, there's, it's not everywhere. It's not like. Yeah. H1N1. We, we we don't have H1N1 in the same breath as COVID nineteen. Yeah, we don't have uh, to. We don't have to think about getting our booster shots for those vaccines, like no. in the same way that I think just COVID is going to be in the flu shot. Like they're just going to wrap it in together. Yeah. So. Um. Anyways, what have I been up to? I played Ultimate Frisbee again on Monday. That was fun. Nerd. I was playing against a way cooler team, um, so I didn't get yelled at, and we won. So we came third. Oh, you meant like you meant like they were more chill. I thought they were like doing. I thought they were like doing lines of coke and playing blackjack <laughs> or something. They came uh, all so with we were, matching sunglasses. It was it was like pouring rain yesterday. Like there was like like legitimately a deluge during one of the points. Like it was great. It was super fun. Uh, but it also meant that like the field were wet which allowed for like you to be able to like lay out and like dive for discs so like there were a lot cooler plays happening as well um like i i made a pass to someone who like completely laid out in the end zone to get it it was super cool um yeah. yes great great time um playing in the rain can be fun um but you have to be like down with it also the disc gets wet and slippery so it's like way harder to throw it properly anymore but yeah it's, it's a good time I'm not a fan of getting caked in mud, so I don't think I would enjoy that. Eh, you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, it's not a matter of getting used to it. I just don't like it. <laughs> oh, that's on you. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, take us into the TV guide. All right, the TV guide for this episode reads, Part 1 of 2. Uther is besotted by Lady Katrina, Sarah, Sarah Parrish, who claims to be the lone survivor of a destroyed city, but in reality is a filthy troll up to no good. I love again. I cannot speak words today. I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry, people. Oh, I was just laughing at this, but she's a filthy troll. <laughs> like... uh, I don't know. Putting filthy in front of any descriptor, it's automatically worrisome. Uh... <laughs> I just think it's a very funny wording. Like but they mean it quite literally though, apparently. Literally, this is Jesus. Before we get into anything, can we just give all of the praise to Sarah Parrish? Like, can Jesus we give her Christ. like the Force Award of Acting or something? 
Um, uh, this yeah. is you're you're good at your goddamn job award. Because she shows up, and I fully like in the opening scene where we see her in troll form, and then we see like the actress. I was like, oh, they must have got two different like actors to do the troll and to do her, and then she swapped a troll form, and I was like, oh my god, no, it's just her. Holy fuck. Yep. <laughs> That's the same thing. They did this in season one as well, where they had the one, like, the, like, old the, woman. Yeah, in the pilot episode. In the pilot. Okay, yeah, but there's creepy old, like, mystic, like, <laughs> woman, and then there's fucking troll eating garbage off a table. Like. Yeah. Okay, uh, but, like, it, I had, <laughs> sorry, Nick, go. I was just going to say, like, I, like part of, part of where, like, the good acting comes for me is it's got to be, like, kind of hard to be like, hey, we want you for a role. You're going to play two very different people. One, you know, lovely, lovely lady in, like, medieval times who's got, you know, who's who's caught the king's eye. Other, disgusting troll who eats garbage. The other, Danny <laughs> DeVito from Always Sunny as the Trash Man. <laughs> but also, like, for that troll role, you're going to be in about five hours worth of makeup. It looks so it's good. Like, so, are you interested? <laughs> Uh, this is a multi-day shoot, by the way. <laughs> it's like, a two-parter. Uh, like, oh my god! Like, just, just the the wanting to be like, yeah, I'll sit through putting on this suit, and then also shout out to props for making enough articulation in what I assume is like a rubber rubber or latex mask to have her still be able to emote wildly well. There better be a 40-minute special features just about this episode, because holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Marilyn, Beauty and the Beast behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, well, but, while yeah, that's happening, let's, happening, let's actually so, get into the episode. Yeah. Um, we open up to a cave where there's a strange-looking man, which is, I think, a little bit of a brutal descriptor TV tropes recap, because <laughs> this is just what this man looks like. No, no, he's, he's got some like hunchback features going for him. Yeah, but he uh, is. It's just his normal face. Like this is an actor who's been in other things. <laughs> like a I, strange man. Like I completely, I forget what his name is, but I recognized him. Like he's a notable actor. <laughs> like, but uh, he's uh, making some kind of potion, and there's this really grouchily voiced woman she kind of sounds like a mixture of the grouch and the cookie monster (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'll give it to i'll I'll give that to you and uh she takes a the potion after the man is like oh mistress it's completed and she's like oh yes thank you and she she drinks it and she reveals or she pulls off her her hood to reveal that she's a hideous troll (laughs) like holy fuck (laughs) Like, and you know what the best thing is? This is that is those are that is like actual effects. That is not CG. I'm not just like horrified because that's some like yeah. terrifying CG happening there. No, it's nope, not that's... a troll from like PS2 era graphics. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the troll from Harry Potter on the PS1. <laughs> uh, oh, that sleepwalking uh, level sucked as a kid. <laughs> uh, anyway, like, levitate she... shit onto soft stuff so the troll doesn't wake up and murder you. But for some reason, See, it was very hard as a seven-year-old. Those uh, See, Harry Potter like uh, tie-in games were oddly quality at times. So, so first you year of university, I went back and hundred percented Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone because that's what it was in North America for the PlayStation One on an emulator, and I felt such a great amounts of like completionism, only to realize the special ending you get is Ron gives you the Harry Potter Wizard and Witches card, and then you immediately go to the Slytherin Quidditch match instead of selecting it through the menus. Interesting. So, I'd, I'd, like to also, I'd like to also point out, um, I, didn't, like, I didn't have like, a PlayStation or anything like that. So like, I played those games, but on like, the PC, and those are just entirely different games. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Which well, is were... it's insane to me because like they're... I remember talking to people when like I was like yeah no like I just played through like the like the Chamber of Secrets and they're like talking about like oh do you remember this section I'm like that doesn't happen like that straight up doesn't happen in the game you're lying to me <laughs> I like the uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for Game Boy Advance <laughs> oh. which was um, very weird no 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 I had, shout out um... I could get it for thirty bucks on Amazon right now what. <laughs> shoutouts had... to shoutouts to Harry Potter and the Quidditch World Cup. There was a Quidditch oh, only game. I remember that, was that. game. That game was fucking great. It was so good. Um, 
um, my my favorites were the Prisoner of Azkaban ones because I had the Game Boy Advance game, which was a, an RPG style one. It had like a card system, yeah, for, like, massive bonus attack. But then I also borrowed the PlayStation Two version from one of my sister's friends, and for some reason, I think I have wildly different memories of that game than like what it actually was. But I won't, or I I couldn't know for the longest time, and I haven't played it yet. Because the one of like a handful of titles that the PlayStation 2 emulator did not support was Harry <laughs> Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's a shame. Because <laughs> um, they did some weird clock manipulation stuff on the chips that they couldn't oh, emulate. Oh, so speaking of that, um, Harry Potter. So the first Harry Potter, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, but for the PC. Um, I still have like the like physical CD for that, and I remember like sometime in the like in the university, I was at home and I just like got onto like my family's like home computer and was like, I want to play this game again. Plugged it in, got it installed, and everything like that. Started playing it, and the game was brutally difficult. Like there were like spell things where you have to like draw the like spell. Oh yeah, and it was like shockingly difficult. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like it, it's asking me to draw like the like flipendo spell in like. 0.25 seconds like the entire spell perfectly uh i went and looked it up um you need to play like windows windows has like a way to like play and like like to like go back to like windows xp mode so that apps run in a different sort of format um because of how much faster i think it was windows 7 at the time was um oh the was game it the was sped rate? up in those scenes the, yeah the game was sped up in those yeah. scenes <laughs> so uh, you couple, straight up couldn't do them <laughs> a couple modern racing games uh, had the same thing where they tried to like frame lock themselves to 30 fps and if you get the pc version there was mods to uncap it to 60 but all the game physics were doubled yep. because the game's internal loop was tied to the frame to the frame rate yeah it was it was really it was really crazy to me because i was like trying to play the game and it was just like i got to like the first spell and i couldn't draw it like i literally couldn't get past that part i was like what is going on this game was not that difficult um and no it wasn't it was it was just literally impossible to play it like on like a windows 7 or windows 10 machine like you needed to play it in xp mode (laughs) anyhow back to merlin oh god yes yes. uh yeah she's an ugly (laughs) troll but she drinks the oatmeal in a bottle um and the her assistant like pulls the bottle away and oh the hand appears to be attached is like normal and might be a beautiful woman's hand we'll see shortly um and then we cut to Gaius and Merlin at the market where apparently every Wednesday at the same time they just walk around and collect pots excuse uh, you that's a Thursday Thursday sorry a Thursday Thursday (laughs) sorry I forgot about Holy Pot Day um (laughs) And Merlin's bitching and moaning about this as usual. And then the assistant Nibiotis, who is just like the, so dirty, so filthy. Like his teeth are horrible. And he's just like, We're looking for Uther. Where is he? And Merlin's like, What the fuck is going on? Am I being robbed? He forces he forces something into Merlin's hand, which I could only consider to be a bribe, uh, which was even funnier when Gaius then grabs it from Merlin like, I'll take that now. Give me uh, that bribe. Well, Gaius is like, all right, you're going to have to go through the official channels if you want a meeting with him, mister. And then he looks at the thing like, where did you get this? This is the real sign of house. Uh, what are they called? Trigor. 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 Triggered. House triggered. <laughs> oh no. Forest of Ass Eaters, House of Triggered. Oh no. Um but yes, uh they are um they have they ca- they carry the uh royal seal of the House of Trigor, which uh we will later learn um you know had some very close ties um with um Camelot. But in the meantime, uh, we find out that, look, this beautiful woman who's definitely not a troll uh, is of the House Trigor and is here to speak to Uther on urgent business. Um, She is able to get uh, a meeting with the king almost immediately and is able to explain uh, the background circumstances of what happened to the House of Trigor. Because as we all know, you know, everyone knows from season one, obviously, um, the House of Trigor was you know, completely destroyed or, like, overrun 
uh, Wait, by was this actually Andrew. mentioned in season one, or are you no, making a joke? No, this is the first. This is the first time this okay. is brought up. This is completely uh, a joke. <laughs> I I just I don't remember much of season one anymore. <laughs> you Dragon are... spits some hot truth. Merlin ignores it. People die. You're what you would think yeah. Merlin would have any Nimue form of foreshadowing aside from them literally <laughs> the dragon telling you what was gonna happen. The dragon going, "Hey, I know what's gonna happen." Don't hey, do that kid Mordred, he's going to kill Arthur one day. All right, don't listen to me, I guess. <laughs> that's that's fair. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh. she, Katarina uh, like fakes being tired from the, the trip and is like, oh, I just need a room. And Uther's like, yeah, sure, whatever. You're hot. That makes you better than other, everyone else. He has the weirdest facial expression when she asks for, um, for a room as well. Um, like there's like just this second where I have no idea if it's like the actor trying to do it or like if they were like trying to like give like a certain facial expression, but he like for like a half second, his face just entirely shifts. Um, and <laughs> well, it's I, I don't know. It was just you, really Anthony weird Stewart head was just thinking about playing brain age on his DS. <laughs> no, like, legitimately was, possibly. Was, it's, it's, was it's such a weird, thinking, like, no, no, I could offer you my bed. I mean, no, <laughs> yes, you're going to get a bed. <laughs> it's it is no he like straight up grimaces like it's it's like legitimately a grimace i wonder then if there's supposed to be like she stinks and Potentially, like smell that, that might actually be what it is um we might be reading too far into it but like i saw the grimace and i was like what is going on here like what was that what was that facial expression wait the purple mcdonald's mascot from the uh late 90s early 2000s was in this Yes, and oh. also the Hamburglar, but not the cool Hamburglar, the hot Hamburglar when they tried to reboot him. Wait, they did a hot Hamburglar? Yeah, did you not see those commercials? No. I, I don't, David, now is not the time. Um, later, later we will learn about hot Hamburglar. Whoa, to, what the fuck? Why is he sexy? They tried to reboot the Hamburglar, and they made him just a hot, like, dad. Oh, oh, he's got well, like David. a ginger beard. Yeah. Well, David, I guess you know what the title of this episode is. <laughs> There's a really Hamburglar, weird Hamburglar and the Beast. There's a really weird commercial where he's like, uh, he's barbecuing and it's just a normal looking dad. And then it cuts to like a dude in the background going, oh, the hamburgers are missing or something. And it cuts the Hamburglar dude, dad, and he winks at the camera and then he goes, rubble, rubble. <laughs> Or something. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh. Anyways, what a what a great what a great piece of culture. Uh, call it. Um, the Lady Katrina is uh, granted a stay um, in Camelot for basically as long as she wants. You know, her 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 kingdom was destroyed. All of her family is dead. Um, there's no one who can prove her identity. Uh, she can stay here as long as she needs uh their their house or their um their kingdom was you know good friends with with camelot uh before all of that happened not good enough friends that uther would send an army though that don't don't be don't be silly uh <laughs> wait why are there no commercials of the hot hamburglar on youtube <laughs> mcdonald's doesn't want people to know what they made <laughs> I, I think that's true <laughs> uh, have they tried to scrub it from the internet I know there's uh, people somewhere. like reporting on it, and it it looks creepy. Listen, listen, David. It's it's on Daily Motion. Where we we both know that that's where it is. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's no, that's where the porn true. parody is. Oh, I just I remember these commercials so well because I was so confused at the time. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Merlin shows. Um, katrina to her room and katrina is very very thankful um to and then we get the best fucking acting of the show up to this point full stop <laughs> so good after oh merlin leaves because katarina goes from like oh thank you oh this place is much too clean in it and you're just like oh my god she's hunched herself she's jutted out her bottom jaw she's like squinting an eye she's like she's hobbling like, around she's like waddling around she's not walking she's like yeah. on waddles <laughs> like, i have to believe oh, i have so to believe good. that she had so much fun with this like there, there's well, <laughs> she breathes on the food making it rotten because she can't eat fresh food 
we later learn like she only eats rotten fruit and just starts shoveling like these these rotten grapes into her mouth like it's staining her fingers she's like oh soon the treasure will be mine and you're like oh my god this is awesome it's so much fun can you believe that they made her eat rotten fruit for this and she looks so happy about it? That's not a prop, is, everyone. That's a real sh- rotten fruit. She is shoveling it into her mouth. It is ridiculous. She's having so much fun with this. Oh. I saw it and I was like, oh my god. They just read like a children's book where it's like, oh yes, Timmy and trolls are very dirty and they can only eat rotten fruit. And went, that's our character. That's our villain of Boom. the week. In fact, fuck it. That's our villain of two weeks. <laughs> this person. This person's getting almost more scream time than Nimway. <laughs> Actually, though. Like, collectively, maybe. Collectively, by the end of the second part, who knows? They might legitimately have more screen time than Nimway. Hey, I think Unicorn Guy is almost tied with Nimway in terms of screen time. Oh my god. God damn. I definitely know who anyway. has more screen time than Nimway, and that's Genealogy, dude. <laughs> yes. He's back. Gwen's father. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not there, though, yet. Um, we, we have basically, the, the start of this episode, like, to like, kind of like skip over like a couple sort of scenes here. Start of this episode is a lot of like building up um, the relationship between the Lady Katrina and uh, Uther. Wait, um, hold on, sorry. The guy who plays Jonas, Adam Godley, he plays Pogo in Umbrella Academy. Wait, what? Yeah, he's the voice of Pogo. Oh, that's what I recognize his voice, but he's been in other <laughs> things. I recognize his face. Um, he was one of the parents i believe in the 2005 remake of charlie and the chocolate factory no that's he's not also in I... cabaret what did i recognize him in did you ever see the film battleship suits suits is what i remember him from uh... he's in suits huh. yeah He's also oh, do you have in... a weird memory for actors in suits? Like my girlfriend has a memory for actors who were in one episode of Criminal Minds. He was in like five episodes. Yeah, he, he was he was the star of like a mini plot. That's why I remember him. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. No, like there'll be there'll be an actor where oh. I'm like, oh, they've been in like 15 different, like very high production, like great things. My girlfriend's like, yeah, he was a serial killer in one episode of Criminal Minds in 2003. <laughs> Well, didn't your girlfriend watch so much Criminal Minds of her, like, old roommate? Or, like, was Uh, that CSI? No, well, both. Um, But I think she's seen Criminal Minds, like, twice. Yeah, because I know they would just cycle through. Like, I remember them restarting CSI, and I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) That and Charmed. Although there's there's some good reasons to watch Charmed. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yep. Huh. All right, where are we in this episode? She's eating garbage. Yeah, like so. Basically, like the first sort of like half of this episode is um, so we're getting we're getting the introduction to um, her like uh, Katrina catching Uther's eye. Um, we're starting to see that like you know Arthur isn't particularly pleased about this. Uh, we're getting some signs that Katrina's a troll, uh, mainly not willing to eat like food in front of anyone because it's you know good food. But fuck that shit. It's not rotten enough. Um, and starting to see where things are going. Uh, we also get, uh, Gaius's, um, the start of Gaius's suspicions, uh, which, uh, he has a very good way of checking this, um, in that, uh, he, um, brews up, uh, a tonic for the Lady Katrina that, uh, she needed as a kid because she had an incurable disease. Sounds like she has um, chronic arthritis or something. (laughs) Yeah, it, like, affects, it's a a disease of the bones that affects the joints. I'm like, ah, so, like, just, like, horrible arthritis from a young age. That's, that's a shame. Uh, (laughs) Good thing she's nobility and she can get that treated. If she's a peasant, she'd just die. (laughs) Yeah, just, you you can't work? All right, no food for you. Uh, um, But, yeah, so, gets Merlin to uh, bring her uh, the tonic without telling Merlin what's in the tonic. Just going, don't worry, she'll know what this is. Um, she does not know what it is, and it's just like, I didn't ask for medicine. Get get that out of here. Fuck that. You, you're suspicious of me. Get out. Uh, and we start to see um, more 
more Gaius than Merlin, um, but eventually Merlin um, starting to be suspicious of Katrina uh, and investigating the background of that. Um, and that's sort of how the like start of this episode really goes. Um, courtship of Uther and Katrina and then investigating uh, troll-like behavior by Merlin. Um, sort of, I'd say, culminating with um, like with us uh, having uh, Merlin uh, finally like sneaking off and trying to uh, find or trying to like actually see uh, Katrina and starting to do that with uh, sneaking into <laughs> Arthur's bedroom, which is so <laughs> weird. Such a so weird I have, scene. I, I, David, what's your head canon for for that scene? Because they don't do a very specific camera angle, which leads credence to one specific head canon. And that is Arthur is naked in that scene. <laughs> no, Arthur's definitely not naked. They don't no. show him wearing pants. Yeah, excuse Merlin, you. But Merlin they, kept his eyes to himself. He was if he was naked, they'd be locked down at his crotch. <laughs> How do you know Merlin hasn't seen this before? Oh, he's definitely seen oh, it Merlin before. Oh, Merlin definitely Listen, seen it before. Just because you've seen the Mona Lisa once doesn't mean you're not going to stare at it the second time. <laughs> no, it, it's I, I I won't stare at it. It's utterly unimpressive. There's a much larger, uh, beautiful landscape on the other side. Of the all right, just because you've seen the sunset once doesn't mean you look at it again. <laughs> but also, <Sorry>. Charlie. <laughs> Did I bring up a 30 Rock character last time? No. Okay. Um, I've started watching 30 Rock, and it's entirely hilarious, and I don't know how I've gotten this on without watching it. They have a, a blind character as, like, a one-off side character for an episode, and she's like, I'm going to do this. I my, my gut's telling me to do it, and my gut's never wrong, except for the one time it told me to look at that eclipse. <laughs> And I think oh, that might no. be my, that might be one of my most favorite jokes. Also, also Charlie, fuck I, right off. Um, I don't. He, he definitely is tell. wearing pants, but are, are oh man, sure? is that, that not the blanket? <laughs> no, those 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 are pants. Uh, never mind the subtitle for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the subtitle for it? Just go look at it, Charlie. <laughs> Why is he sleeping on top of the covers? Because that's what he does. Merlin's, You're clearly Arthur's warm, a... Arthur. Just take off your pants. <laughs> but yeah, um, Merlin's by or Merlin tries to catch a glimpse of Katrina. She casts a spell on the mirror to like reveal the illusion, and sees that it's oh no, my god, think... she's a hideous troll. No, he just casts a spell on the mirror to make it float. I oh, believe he, that there's more to that spell. Like, I know that it's definitely to make it float, but I feel like there was more to the spell than just to float. No, because uh, she runs into, when she runs into a room, like, she starts, like, kind of convulsing, being like, oh, God, the potion's wearing off. Oh, okay. So I think yes. at, okay. at night, she just reverts back to her troll self. Yeah. And then she can't um, sleep in the room because it's too clean, and <laughs> we find her sleeping in, like, some sewer somewhere. Uh, it's okay. The, the the amazing catacombs underneath Camelot hide many mysteries, like a troll sleeping, yeah. as it turns out. Yeah, and then we... Arthur's like, uh, hey, Merlin. And Merlin freaks the fuck out, drops the uh, mirror, and it cracks, and then... Oh, bye, Echo. And then... <laughs> um, Merlin goes... Or Arthur just kind of looks at him and goes, you're a pervert. <laughs> You've been a bad boy, and bad boys need to be punished. <laughs> uh, um, but hey, once again, this is just Arthur being like, "Listen, Merlin, I understand you're you're a growing boy. You're you're going through all that puberty stuff right now. Just, just stop. Just stop being creepy like this. If you do it again, I'm gonna have to kill you." <laughs> and he First doesn't seem that broken up this. about being forced to kill Merlin. <laughs> Yeah, feeding him to the dog seems like a fun time. Because he's jealous. He's like, you shouldn't be looking at her. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me with maybe my not pants. Maybe I took them off before I got up. <laughs> Why would he take them off when he gets up? Because he knows it's Merlin. Come on. <laughs> we saw Watch the Saving the Merlin. Village episode. We all saw the same subtext. We all read my fan fiction. I haven't. You haven't written it yet. <laughs> oh. Someone else got that link then. That's, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, dear. 
should really stop using your work email to send those links, Charlie. <laughs> I, I think a B may have turned into a G. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he hasn't talked about it, so I think I'm safe. That's 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 good. Glad to. I'll, I'll be I'll be sure to ask him tomorrow, though. <laughs> uh, anyways, back back into the episode. Um, Merlin has now confirmed that yes, that that is a troll. Um, the Lady Katrina is a troll uh, and is able to get away without her noticing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jonas or Jonas um, does see Merlin uh, in. Uh, are villains actually being good at their jobs as well? Uh, this is this is an episode of competence in general, which is nice, um, both in terms of actors and in terms of our villains here. Um, and uh, we have uh, Gaius and Merlin uh, attempting to uh, figure out what's to be done about this. And Gaius is like, you know what? I'm just gonna have to go and tell go and tell uh, Uther uh, the Lady Katrina's a troll. Uh, he'll, he'll have to believe me. He, he's always believed me when I've talked about this kind of stuff in the past. <laughs> Wait, are, we've skipped over the picnic scene. Oh yeah, the picnic scene happened a little while ago. Yeah, Merlin Merlin is sent also to deliver some medication because um, apparently she had a joint disorder as a child, an incurable joint disease. Um, and then she doesn't know what the medication is, tipping Gaius off some more. But she goes on a morning ride with Uther, and they have a picnic, and she's got this plate full of fresh food. And then while Uther is not looking, she just yeets the contents of the plate <laughs> into the river. Every and scene of her is so good. It's so good. <laughs> she's so good. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> it, was, it was both a fun episode and a lot of, like, I'm assuming them going, like, yeah, just have fun with it. Like, just have fun yeah. with whatever you're going to do here. You're a troll who has to eat rotten food. It's fine. <laughs> do we need um, to give you lines? Nah, you'll figure them out. Yeah. Ad lib this whole thing. Uh, Merlin also goes to, uh, like, clean her room while also trying to snoop around um, and finds out Jonas has a tail. Yes, that does also like... happen. <laughs> and he doesn't like hide? Just... Like, he just leaves out? Like, what? I feel like you could very quickly get Arthur on your side just be just by being like, "Hey, arrest Jonas and make him show you his tail." Like, I'm... if I'm wrong, you throw me in the dungeons. If I'm right, he has a tail and is therefore magical and should be killed. I'm just shocked that they didn't bring up magic to Uther. Like, come on. But hey, it's it's harder to bring it up to Uther when Uther is obviously enchanted by the lovely Lady Katrina. Uh. Also, the, the fucking dinner scene where they they start flirting and Uther's like, oh, you're much more beautiful now than you were as a child. Because I knew you as a child and this relationship isn't weird now. Mm, yeah, don't worry about it. That one's, <laughs> and, that one's cool. <laughs> Arthur legitimately looks like he wants to kill himself. Well, that means that she's, like, probably around Arthur's age. Like, <laughs> there's... Yeah, I think uh, for legal reasons, Arthur needs to be at least 18. <laughs> <laughs> for Charlie's legal reasons. <laughs> uh... All characters depicted are over the age of 18, or whatever <laughs> the age of majority is in your country. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think just to be safe, Charlie, you just pick whatever the highest age of majority is and you just say that they're over that age. No, I'll leave it up to the reader's imagination. Uh, That's good writing, Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gaius is like, I'll tell him she's a troll. And Uther goes, Gaius, are you high? <laughs> you're just jealous, I guess, or you're bad at your job. No, you're bad at your job. We we get a lot of the back to like you're bad at your job, Gaius. Like you you must be wrong. Look, she's completely fine. Just immediately I mean, like too... just yeah, I diagnosed her with this incurable bone disease and Uther going, "I guess you were wrong then, Gaius." I mean, to to Uther's credit, like he immediately dismisses it and is like, "I guess you must have been wrong." And then clearly thought about it to himself and went, I best try and double check this story because he's laying down with her in front of the fire. He's like, so, uh, my doc says you was sick as a kid. And she's like, uh, yes, I was. I and got he's, better. <laughs> he's like, he said it was incurable. And she's like, must have been a miracle then. 
Um, she does she does a, a good job as the impersonator here of having absolutely no goddamn idea what's going on and just uh, agreeing with the whole situation. Like, uh-huh, I'm going to keep this vague and let you fill in the details. Yeah, it must have been fate. Fate to bring me to you. Yeah. And then she comes back and is like, I'm going to have to enchant him. I got to do some more magic. Uh, but Blood's green. We, uh, yes, more magic. More magic's required, and uh, we then see uh, sort of our next uh, next scene of uh, Uther um, being ha- after being enchanted. Really, like is this is this the point where we have enchanted Uther? Um, uh, yeah, oh, she no, gives get... she gives him well, the magical necklace. Well, first we see like, that uh, the dude is like, "Hey, sh- uh, Merlin's on to us. He has magic or some shit, right?" Oh yeah, because Merlin tries to. No, it's not. It's not at that. It's point. not the magic yet. No, it's uh, he catches him snooping around or something. Yeah, because that's why Merlin, they, that's he why they Merlin decide in to the, make like sewers. Yeah, that's why they decide yeah. to make the uh, magical enchantment the... necklace. Yes. Well, no, they make the magical enchantment because Uther is starting to make, like, ask questions. Like, that entire conversation by the fire, I think, is why she's like, I have to enchant him because he's not, like, believing it and didn't want to, like, sleep with me that night. So then she makes it to get him fully underneath her control. Um, and then Uther announces, like, the next day, we're going to get married. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, we're getting married tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and so during, I think, Gaius oh, and, and Merlin they... are, like, researching spells to try and undo the transformation. Also, when, they, uh, when Uther and her make out, she, like, holds the back of his head and her, the, her oh, hand's yeah. covered in, like, gross warts, warts. and molds yeah. and shit. That actually made me a little ill. Like, that was real <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, I'm, so I'm assuming that the po- potion she takes actually physically changes her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, like, a glamour spell. Physically, she has changed, or else I feel like that's easier than tricking somebody's senses that they're not kissing like fangs or tusks, as the case may be. Um, but yeah, uh, they announced they're gonna get married, and guys is like, Merlin, do your magic in full view of the court right fucking now. Uh, and Merlin tries, and her face like wiggles a little bit, but nothing happens. Uh, Jonas sees him and that's where they set the trap um, and Merlin gets trapped underneath in the catacombs we also see Katarina down there briefly before just munching on some nasty shit like delicious I, I delicious nasty like, shit <laughs> like rotten squash or something like ugh they, I am impressed with like the the amount of rotten food that they make this act- actress like eat in this I assume, episode. I assume it's all like dyed oh. baby food. Well, yeah, oh, it's one hundred percent. It's but... not actual rotten food. No, no, no. I know. I, I would say that's what I think. They're like they just add some food coloring to baby food because it's already like sl- like mush. Because like the the pears that she rots before Merlin barges in on her. <laughs> where she's like, oh, it's good. I could have been changing. And Merlin's like, uh, yeah, you could have been. <laughs> like, just so in his creepy. head, you can see him being like, ah, oh, maybe next time. Like, I'm going to, I'm not going to knock. I'm going to keep not knocking. <laughs> but yeah, Merlin is trapped underneath the castle and he can't, his magic ain't working to bust him out. And Uther and Katarina, or Katrina, I keep calling her Katarina. Katrina are about to be, uh, about to be married by fucking genealogy guy, which was who is absolutely back. insane. The best appearance <laughs> of the season. I we had questioned so many times where this man was, and here he is. <laughs> he had found God, and now is the head of the church. Everyone <laughs> gone are the days of slaving it away in the library. He is now studying only one book. Uh, <laughs> Also, I don't know if they took the ceremony from something, but I'm pretty sure he's like, we will now join you by the ancient rite of hand giving. I'm like, what? Well, no, it's hand. It's like hand fasting, I believe. Yeah. Is what they say. 
which I guess just which, means like tying hands together. I was what, I'm, what I'm really do. hoping I'm really hoping David's got some background on that one. If he doesn't, that's all good. But like on Google what? David. Hand fasting. Hand fasting. Hand fasting. I believe David, today I it's, it's known as No Fap November. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very uh, proud of that joke. <laughs> Anyways, um but, we have we yeah, we have Merlin trapped we have Merlin trapped underground, uh eventually doing some extra powerful magic to get out of there. Um and uh, making it back, making it to the wedding, uh, but not quite in time because Jonas is able to uh, stop him for a little while um, when they have a weird fight scene, like a real weird fight scene, right? The the Jonas Merlin fight scene oh, here. Where Merlin keeps trying to just like charge past, past him, him and he's like, no. And then he's holding him up against the wall and Merlin kicks him and he goes flying back. But Merlin also goes flying back, implying it was a really strong kick. So I can only imagine that that was a magic-empowered kick. Like, that was Merlin going, oh, wait, I got battle magic, too. Uh, yeah. It was, it was weird. I, I did very... like the, I did like, your weak magic. Oh, oh, no, no, ne- never mind. <laughs> never, never mind. Apologies. Uh... Like, oh, God. I just like, man, it's lucky that Merlin didn't have his fucking blow up person staff. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to just walk around with that staff and be like, it's a pretty staff. It's a pretty rock. I like it. Also, I can blow people up with it. Listen, he, do you know how quickly that would be confiscated by Arthur for like looking too nice for Merlin to have? Not even as magic. He wouldn't, he wouldn't suspect it of magic. He'd just be like, Merlin, you can't have that gem. That gem does not belong to someone of your stature. All, all Merlin needs to say is that it's his J.O. crystal. <laughs> and it brings him good luck, and he just has to recharge it by jacking off with some buds. Are you interested, Arthur? Uh, it, it, it glows when Arthur jerks off. That's how Merlin knows to come and change the sheets later. <laughs> you laugh, but there is a famous Craigslist post where a guy's like, I need to recharge my J.O. crystal. It glows white when I'm jacking off with some like-minded buds. That's how I know this works. <sighs> Nick, uh, do you have a J.O. crystal? I I sadly have not yet invested in a J.O. crystal. Maybe uh, in the future. Yes, he says. Yes. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's saving up for a good one. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't be getting any of that cheap shit. Like, I, I want the real deal. You can't go down to the quarry and get some quartz. It's got to be some fine opal shit. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that's the end of we get a cliffhanger because they're married. Dun, they're married dun, and dun. Merlin was unable to stop it. Genealogy guy has betrayed the kingdom and he shall be put to death in the next episode for not seeing <laughs> oh, no, this part. No, he's my favorite character. <laughs> Don't kill genealogy man. <laughs> oh. I honestly think he's my favorite character. <laughs> Just just for when he shows up, David, it's just like always a surprise that this actor is still around. Yeah, it's mostly because incredulous that this actor shows up and it's getting paid. I hate to tell oh, you this, is... David, he only appears in 11 episodes. That's way more than I would have expected. <laughs> Listen, that's, that means we haven't seen the last of Genealogy Man. Of genealogy. <laughs> He is all all his top bio says is he is the court genealogist and manager of the Royal Library of Camelot. He also has the authority to perform ceremonies such as weddings and coronations. I believe those two authorities come strictly from these episodes. It sounds like he's a priest. (laughs) It sounds like he's the head of the church. Also, his name is is Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey of Monmouth. Are you telling me that his name is Jeff? Uh, <laughs> My name's you. All right. Uh, do we want to do end of episode? Episode end of, ratings or fun mytho- mythology facts? Oh fuck yeah, David! Give, us give, me, that, give me those mythology facts. So uh, <laughs> we'll do trolls next week because this is a nice part two. This week, I guess we'll do hand fasting. Yes. <laughs> 
so hand fasting is an ancient uh, Celtic ritual where it's a, a engagement ceremony. Actually, was what it originally was, where you would show up in front of a priest with the person you want to be engaged to, and they would tie like a ceremonial uh, rope or ribbon around your hands, essentially as you hold hands, and that would signify that you two are engaged. Um, it's recently come back in vogue sort of as an actual wedding ceremony uh, aspect. Um, typically for like Wiccan and pagan ceremonies, but it's also started to become more popular with just general wedding ceremonies um, as a part of like the ring exchange as well than you do the like uh, tie together for the hands. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes cool. sense why they would be doing it here. Doesn't make much sense why they'd be doing it at a marriage ceremony rather than an engagement, because they are getting married here, but that's fine. Listen, really short engagement. Um, th this was both their engagement and marriage. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so I have very upsetting things to report. Um, only 5.53 million people watched this episode uh, on premiere. And it got a 7.4 on IMDb, which how is the lowest rating of the season. How and are lowest... we such contrarians? I don't it's, understand. It's the lowest rated episode of Merlin up to this point. Which is insane because I'm giving it a 4.5. <laughs> I, I want to give it a 5. I think the 5 may rest on how part 2 does this. So we're also going to go with the 4.5 because this episode is so fucking good. It is. It is definitely really good. Uh, I'm I'm going to shockingly, I think for like the first time in a very, like very long time, I'm actually going to go like down from you guys. I'm going to go to a four. Um, I thought That's this fine. episode was. Yeah, I thought this episode was still was still great. Um, the troll like the troll stuff is awesome. It makes me cringe a little bit, but I understand that that's the point of it. Um, um, but yeah, no, just all around solid episode, very fun episode. Um, and a great turnaround somehow in season two of Merlin. Uh, these last two episodes and hopefully the next episode be good if the second part's good. We'll see. Um, but yeah, sol solid episode and solid episode from all of us. Unlike what the rest of, you know the merlin fandom believes i guess uh so from looking at the wiki comments everyone is upset that there is toilet humor um and like yeah there's a scene of her in the catacombs farting but like that's just, it makes just part perfect of the like sense for her character <laughs> you mean the weird slapstick that they've been doing isn't terrible and juvenile like what do you mean <laughs> like it's so they're complaining about like the dumbest things and they're like oh this serves no overall plot that should have been the first two-parter and I'm like, okay, fair criticism. But have you seen how fucking funny this actress is? <laughs> have you seen how good she is? Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, Did I found an amazing. I found an amazing comment from there, um, which is. Did you see how this? she changes characters by walking through a door and hunching her back over? <laughs> what what an amazing comment! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Troll is a bit of a silly idea, but Katrina's hot. She is hot. Colon D. <laughs> oh, and then someone's like, why would a troll that can't stand humans and loves to eat and enjoy rotten filth seek golden wealth? This plot doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, because all the Merlin episodes plots have made total sense. They you know, do. when you kill a unicorn, a kingdom is cursed. <laughs> and then if you prove your pure heart, the unicorn comes back to life. Yeah, that, that would really, really make sense. How about the one where Gwen's father is killed under suspicion? <laughs> infinite unicorn parts come on what else what else do we have what other merlin plots totally make sense nimue how nimue is resolved <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh yeah it's actually really funny yeah the like comments on the like merlin fandom page people did not like this episode they did not they like the fact are, that it was they are troll. wrong this is the best episode of merlin yet <laughs> So I think it's important to realize that the reason why we're feeling that way about this episode is because they took literally, like, at the end of the day, Merlin is a retelling of, like, Arthurian legends, and you can add in fairy tales into that, and if you're going to take just, like, a, a troll, they did a pretty good job of just, like, yep, this is how you would, like, in a children's book, describe a troll. 
Yeah, um, this, and is, they, this is a this very is a, accurate representation. This is I can like hear a parent reading this to their kid and being like, oh, but because she was a troll and hated things that were clean and nice, like she has to go sleep in the sewers and eat rotten food. So if you don't want trolls, keep your room clean. Like they like there's morals to it. Like you can see societal morals in the fairy tale because that's all fairy tales should be. You shouldn't you trust people values. based entirely off their looks because they yeah. can be evil on the inside. Yeah, beauty is beyond skin deep. Like, there, there's a whole bunch of values here that come straight from a fairy tale. But then they did it in, like, I think our favorite part of Merlin so far has definitely been the humor. And when the humor of the show shines through, we get happy. And when they try to do these over-the-top dramatic moments, we're more or less like, you haven't earned this. Why is Morgana yelling? And this was oh, just yeah. an all just funny episode. Another and episode even when where Morgana does nothing as well. <laughs> Chalk that up. <laughs> and even when they have like serious moments where like Uther's talking like, oh yeah, the death, the loss of my wife basically destroyed me as a man. And like, I'm still recovering from that, but I have to be strong and hope that there's something else. She's just hucking food into a river, hoping he doesn't notice. Like they, they interspliced it very well. Yeah, it's it's a silly it's a silly episode, but gives a very like very uh, like a great representation of a troll. I understand that it's like cool. You if if you like really don't like this episode, it's because like the whole idea of like bringing a troll into Merlin and having them be a central character is not what you wanted. Um, but in terms of infiltration of someone as like not who they seem and like adding them in and using the troll as that to show the like hilarious dichotomy between the two characters works really well in this episode. Um, and takes what from the outside, if you just, so like, if you guys had like read like a synopsis of this beforehand and just like heard like, oh yeah, this is going to be Uther being duped by a troll, um, for like not one, but two parts, you would have been concerned, right? Like, uh, yeah, well, that would have been concerning because there's no mention of Morgana, so I would have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) Have been like, poor, oh, Morgana. No, poor Morgana slowly becoming a, Morgana's tricked by a troll and we're like god fucking damn it writers oh poor Morgana slowly becoming the fucking um oh god I've forgotten his name now oh no <laughs> no listen I don't hate Morgana like I hate Lincoln <laughs> oh Lincoln <laughs> I I am upset for Morgana <laughs> It's very different. You, fair enough. You, I you want still, better you, things for Morgana. I wanted pain and suffering for Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very fair. Um, I also yeah, think that episode. a lot of the people on, on those wiki comments are like us grown adults watching a show that was targeted kind of at young children. Yes. <laughs> Well, like, given it, it's given the, the sort of fandom style that the show is going for, and the fact that you know, there's the very obvious like this is meant for like young adults. This show, like this, yeah, but like we're talking like like early teens or like preteens because like there's a yes. lot of like this episode has a bunch of fart humor, which doesn't really play well with <laughs> with adults, shockingly. But it's like the same thing with the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon, where all the adults are like, "Wow, this has really fucked up implications," and someone's like. Yeah, but my seven-year-old nephew cheered when they killed the zombies because, like, the good guys won, and that's all that matters. Like, you also have to remember, like, it's a kid's show. Watch it as a kid would. It's fine. Yeah, Um, all right. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Well, where, Charlie, where that, where that observer? (laughs) Oh, where, where do that observer be? Um... Could the observer be? <laughs> uh, that was the hard. Ob- the observer is watching um, Jeffrey wed Uther and the <laughs> troll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just somewhere, somewhere in that ceremony, the the observer is watching. We're, we're, we we're back to crowd shots for the observer. <laughs> I'm glad we know what the. Uh, genealogy's guy's name is now Jeffrey so that we can now just refer to him as Jeffrey in the future (laughs) he's back Jeff came back again
there, David. Somewhere, somewhere in this scene. You don't have to use this photo, though. I assume you will. Okay, um, crowd shot. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> nice right. and easy for you. That brings us to the end of another episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you liked what you listened to and you want to give us a shout out or you want to reach out to us at all, feel free to give us a like or a review on your podcasting service of choice. As well, if you want to personally reach out to us, there are two ways you can do that. That is through our Twitter at Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Or you can email us at forsaf at gmail.com, spelled F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Outro.